Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're having a great time getting in end times every single week, because, man, stuff keeps happening every single week that blatantly points to the coming of the Lord. And you remember, Jesus rebuked the crowd for not knowing their hour of their visitation. He rebuked the Pharisees over and over and over again, but the only time he ever rebuked the crowd was not knowing the signs of the times. He said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of your visitation. So he wanted them to know. And in the Old Testament, we had the tribe of Issachar that had an understanding of the times to know what the children of Israel ought to do, indicating if you don't know what time it is, you won't know what you're supposed to do. So we get into end-time events so that we tell where we are, just like in a football game. If you watched the Super Bowl the other night, when the, when the clock was ticking down, it got more exciting, got more crazy. Uh, there has to be a two-minute warning mentality in the church, has to be a clock-ticking-down mentality. So this is not about an escape theology. This is about a hustle theology. We have a lot of work to do in a short period of time. And how blessed are we to literally watch it unfold right in front of our eyes, leading up to the coming of the Lord, event after event after event. The Bible said you'd see, and you got not just the church, you have other groups that are, are catching on to it too. So let's pick up what's happening around Israel, what's happening in the world that points to the Ezekiel 38 war, because we know we talk about it every week. The rapture is signless. The second coming has tons of signs. In our book coming out next June, I think there, we're up to maybe 80 signs, 79 signs or something like that. That are, that are flawless. So, uh, well, let's look at the Ezekiel 38 war because that happens just after the rapture and people keep saying, well, how do you know that? Well, it's the only time Israel, uh, God intervenes for Israel completely to protect Israel. In the church age, he left it, left it up to the church. We're in the dispensation of grace. So the church gets taken off the earth and God moves in and plays rat a tat tat with his baseball bat. So it's just amazing how he's going to protect Israel. He's moved Israel back to her land so he can court her and he's about to court her and protect her and there'll be a spirit of supplication come up upon her. Just like uh, Enoch walked with God, handed off to Noah. Elisha and Elijah handed off to Elisha. Jesus handed off to the church. The church is about to hand off to the Jews. So we're, we're watching the setup for that so that Jesus can present himself to his brethren, just like Joseph did. So wow, the big deal is Russia. Okay, uh, all that's happening right now at the time we're shooting is is it looks like the CIA got some intel that Russia was going to invade the Ukraine Wednesday morning. Well, with that, <laughs> you say that they say Russia's pulled back some of their troops. Well, the satellite images tonight that we're showing, they didn't pull back their troops. They actually added troops and added uh, long-range missile batteries and ro rocket launchers. So uh, hundreds of rocket launchers and those long-range missile batteries. So it showed the addition of those, you know, picture before, picture after. I'm like, oh my Lord. So it's actually the opposite of what they said do so with that though there's this last minute ditch a diplomacy effort you had germany's chancellor uh, uh Scholl come over and and seemingly talk to putin out of uh, going ahead and doing this uh intervention intervention from in, invading the ukraine and i hear people say well what's this this is not the ezekiel 38 war so russia doesn't have to uh, invade the ukraine to have the ezekiel 38 war happen it's just probably a preliminary and a new doorway and a highway to get closer to israel because that's what the bible says you'd see. So it's so blatant that even Jewish groups in Israel, the Sanhedrin, are saying literally this is prophecy being fulfilled. When Russian warships went down into the sea of the Ukraine, it uh, it said, man, this is it. We're ready. We're ready for the Ezekiel 38 war. So there are things that are preaching to different groups more than just the church because it's blatant uh, what, what, what it looks like is getting ready to happen. So Man, in the midst of that, you have Israel sending another uh, convoy to Vienna for, for talks about the Iran nuclear program. In the midst of that, it looks like Iran's speedily gone forward with their nuclear program uh, because we had sanctions lifted off of them in the middle
middle of all this. So while you're negotiating with them, we had sanctions lifted off of them. So now they have money for oil. Uh, all this gas money was released, $9 billion from North Korea. So you, you, you have amazing things happening that point to what will push for the Ezekiel 38 war. You've got the Palestinians. Uh, you had Mahmoud Abbas is having all this trouble with the Palestinians. They can't figure out who's going to be their president. you got Israel preparing for war with Hezbollah on the north of the Golan. You've been having Israel do drills every single week to get ready for this. You had another earthquake in Israel. Since I've been doing the EDU, I've never seen an earthquake every single week in Israel. It's been happening every single week. Uh, with that, you've got another convoy that came down into Syria. Ru uh, Israel took another one of them out, and Russia did nothing about it. So you've got Russia saying they're going to do things about that, and that's not happening. So you have event after event after event of things happening that point to Jesus is just about to come back. I mean, even nature. Uh, I didn't talk about the, the huge comet that's on the outside of the solar system. They saw it coming in. It's just massive, 154 meters, I believe it is. Then you have an asteroid this Friday that's going to do a little flyby. That's the size uh, of, of the Eiffel Tower. It's going to be quite a ways away, but they say it's a near miss. So then you had in Mexico today, a flock of blackbirds fall straight out of the sky. So you've got all these n uh, natural things happening along with supernatural things happening, along with even the government saying, get ready for more UFO abductions because I believe things are getting ready for the rapture of the church. So uh, demons are, are making preparation for what they're going to do. So you've got a lot of weird lights coming out of South Carolina and North Carolina, along with what uh, our, our Air Force has shown to be public about that. So, man, a lot of things happening. Another drill with Israeli Defense Forces on uh, with their fighter planes getting ready to invade Israel, I mean invade Iran. So all that stuff leads up to uh, point after point after point and, and sign after sign, hey, we're about to see Jesus. How exciting is that uh, to have the unveiling of the king to the earth? The earth's been on this, under this curse for these thousands of years, and all of a sudden the curse is going to be lifted off. The church will be raptured. You have a seven-year tribulation period, and then Jesus is going to come back at the second coming as a king of kings and lord of lords. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that he's lord to the glory of God the Father. So all the signs leading up to that, and then you go to the scripture and look at the, the, the actual physical written signs. Israel made a nation. Jerusalem won back. Hebrew language restored. Ethiopian Jews brought back. Fertility of the land of Israel, revival of the Roman Empire. You got the Capitol building in Strasbourg, France that looks identical to the Tower of Babel. You have the fertility of the land. You have all these things. You have the Temple Mount Institute, all these men ready. Last name's Cohen, means priest. They're ready to have sacrifices. This last year, they had a sacrifice on the edge of the Temple Mount, didn't get arrested. Uh, the, the chief of police got born again. He knows they're supposed to have sacrifices. The year before, they got put in jail. Why are they pushing for that? Because the church is about to depart. It's going to go back to Old Testament time. And you got the groups in position for that right now. What else do you have in position? Fish in the Dead Sea. Ezekiel prophesied that 2,700 years ago. You have foxes on the Temple Mount. That's uh, Lamentations 5.18. You have predatory birds, 100 different, 172 different species of predatory birds showing up on the land. Amazing. After the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up. Seven years later at the Battle of Armageddon, he calls on the fowl of the air again. You've got the cleanup crew in Israel right now. So remarkable. You have Russia moving into position, <laughs> birds moving into position, fish moving into position, the Temple Mount Institute moving into positions, all these different groups that aren't even born again yet. So what's the church doing? If all these other groups can be in place, how much more the church? So with all of that, you go from signs, many more signs. You have men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. 
And then you've got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Radical, uh, four in a row. It's called a tetrad. NASA calls it a tetrad. When's the last time you saw four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel was made a nation. 1492, at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you have that stuff is amazing. <laughs> uh, signs in the heavens. And then after that, you got the Bethlehem Star. I mean, at Jesus' birth, you had Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together. Constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Night News said we have a celestial event. Jupiter, Regulus, Venus came together. What was the constellation? Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So you have all this stuff on the earth, all this stuff in the heavens, pointing to the return of the king. So there's much more stuff about signs in the heavens that just is blatantly over the top. But how blessed are we? to literally watch the Word of God unfold right before our eyes. You know, Paul talked about the baptism 12 times, coming of the Lord 52 times. For every one verse there is about the first coming of the Lord, eight times more about the second coming. He wanted to make it blatant. In fact, he said, when you see these things, lift up your heads, your redemption is drawing nigh. Why is that a big deal? He wants you happy. Every one of these things are about how much he loves you. He wants you excited, wants you filled with joy, filled with strength. There is no bad news for the church. He wants you to accelerate, not decelerate. Uh, when you're engaged, you talk more, not less. So we're about to see the king. How blessed are we that God would put all this information in the Bible so we could see right where we are. And he said, lift up your heads, indicating you could be downtrodden when the coolest things ever are about to happen in your life. So don't lose hope. Don't lose heart. Get excited. Get full of the Word. Get full of the Holy Ghost and be a voice for God right here before Jesus comes. Help your local church, help your local pastor, get the message out, the King is coming. We used to sing those songs as I was a kid. Man, it seemed like every service was about the rapture, every service was about the coming of the Lord. There should be grand excitement. We're about to see eyes as a flame of fire, feet like undefined brass, voice of many waters, King of kings and Lord of lords, bright and morning star, Jesus the brightness of the glory of God. Wow. Hey, Colleen and I want to thank you for watching this week. Thanks for all your support. We sure appreciate that. It is amazing that we're all living just before the entrance of the King. Have a blessed, wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.